Welcome to Tales from Baja. We're in Valle de Guadalupe, and uh, we're at a bed and breakfast called Tierra del Valle. It's, I would say, in the northern portion of Valle de Guadalupe, and it is kind of a neat podcast for us because, oh gosh, five, six months ago, Adriana, you went, you came here with one of your friends. I did, and it's actually Terra del Valle, not Tierra. Terra. I think it's Terra is Italian. Terra. Yes. And tierra is in Spanish. But yes, um, we came about five months ago. One of my girlfriends, uh, Trisha, who was from Houston, she wanted to come to Valle. And we found uh, Terra del Valle. And we came here. And I remember we drove in. It's in the middle of a, a orange orchard. And I'll never forget this. We drive in. We come inside, and this is the property has five rooms and a little cabin. And I remember she came out and she said, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I want to rent this whole place out. I want to have a wedding here." <laughs> and we really just we fell in love. And um, you know, we'll post some pictures of the property, but yeah, there's it's really there's neat. It, you. It's just it's it's so beautiful, and the story we fell in love with it um and and that's the neat thing about i guess Valle de guadalupe in general is that there's so many neat stories about the properties and the people that that live and work here and um today our guest is anna orta who's one of the owners with her husband nacho who's not with us today um but thanks for joining us anna oh thank you yeah, so there's there's a there's a lot to get to because this is a really neat story um, from how they started the property to the architecture, um, how everything was built, and and Anna, you'll get into that in a, in a little bit. But um, before coming to Valle, where did you live? Where did you grow up in Baja? I grew up in Enc part in Ensenada, in the other part in uh, my grandfather's ranch. Uh, a big, big, huge property uh, close to Texas. The the city is named uh, Elinares, and all they all he grew was uh, orange trees. Mm -hmm. He had fourteen, fifteen thousand orange trees, and he would wow. export it all to Texas. Oh my gosh! And uh, I always dreamed that I and his ranch was just amazing. So I always thought I will have a place, little place, or at least two orange trees. My goodness. This property is um, it's, uh, all uh, surrounded by orange trees. It was my dream come true with my husband. He's a helicopter mechanic, retired. Well, he doesn't like me to say retired, but he <laughs> doesn't work with helicopters yeah, anymore. Once you come <laughs> to this property and see this property, you'll realize Nacho is not retired not because retired. he built everything <laughs> yes, on this property. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yes, the properties, um, the rooms are... Um, constructed with hay bales, a system that he learned from an American uh, person in, in, I think, in Oregon. And he followed every step to build it, and it's been a real success because of um, the hay bales protect. Um, they work, they insulate the place. You don't get uh, cold. You're not cold. You're not, you hot. don't get, uh, you're, you're not hot in summertime. And no, we don't work eco-friendly. We don't use any air condition. We have our own, um, our own uh, solar system, and then uh, the water that we use it comes from our own 
or well, well, uh-huh, well, well uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, this, uh, the oranges are just, the orange trees are just beautiful. And the, mm-hmm. he makes, my husband makes the orange tree, the orange tree, orange juice every morning. Mm-hmm. The best you ever had. You have uh, to try it. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it, it, it's it's so good. The 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 you'll the, never the, have. the breakfast is delicious. <laughs> Everything is artisanal from the jellies to the the, the pastries. The fresh orange juice, it really um, is, talk about the bed and breakfast experience. It's its definitely something yeah. that it's. It, it's really neat. and uh, But I don't want to pass up on the, the whole bail. When you first told us um, that the, the homes essentially were insulated with hay bales. The rooms. The rooms. I, I Honestly, I didn't comprehend it at first. And then you started talking about it. The walls of these rooms are about a, a foot two and feet. a half, two feet wide. Two feet wide. Mm-hmm. There's actual hay bales mm-hmm. inside the wall, which serve as insulation, which you know help with you know the, the heat and the cooling, the sound, um, but also the the sound. soundproof nature of the rooms. So it was kind of kind of neat. I've never heard of that type of uh, architecture. Now, how did you, um, oh, how long, when did you first acquire this property? How long ago? It was, it was, uh, we got married two years later and about 32 years ago. Oh, my God. 32 years ago. Uh And and what was here 32 years ago? Just grape vines. That's all. That's all. We bought it in in a very, very cheap price in those days. Mm -hmm. You'll be amazed the prices right now. They're grown up to Thirty thousand an acre, hectare. Hectare. Mm-hmm. It's more than an acre. Than okay. An acre. Okay. And uh, we, um, I thought my husband wanted to keep the vines, but uh, he didn't. He uh, pulled out all the vines. Yeah. And now we I, have I oranges. Say, <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You pull. He pulled out all the all the, all the the grape vines. Uh huh. And he decided that he was going to do uh, the 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 orange trees probably because you said that yes. that's what you wanted uh-huh that's, and, that's what i wanted yes and were there any olive homes? trees as well oh yes we have olive trees around this around here and the on the other side of them you've seen them on the on the back on the backyard and yeah. around here well right on the back of the kitchen so you, you bought the property 30 years ago at what Over point did you and nacho say maybe we should build a bed and breakfast well, um, we bu- uh, he built the house he, himself. It's a brick house. I wish he would have he would have known he would have known about the hail bales, but th- he didn't because my house is cold and it gets oh, it's very cold in winter, even though it's brick. All right. Yeah. But nothing works as good as bales. Anyway, um, it's there. But uh, we met uh, a friend. So we met a friend here, a couple, and. Uh, the husband of my girl, of my friend, he always t- used to tell me, Anna, you should build a bed and breakfast. In those days, my husband was working. He had his helicopter business. So we just uh, said, no, we'll do it until he's retired. I didn't think it was going to be, uh, it was going to be so soon. So anyway, he, uh, the, he left his work because of the tuna boats left. The, the, the tuna moved down by the Pacific to Mazatlan, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. in the other state. So there's no more tuna business here in Ensenada. 
So we we came home. He's well, we had the house, and uh, he was uh, taking care of the ranch. And we decided to sell part of the property down here. Mm. We sold it. We sold it, and we got the money to start the. The, um, the bed and breakfast. The bed and breakfast, uh-huh. And uh, he built it, all of it, yeah. You know what I love about the property is the size because mm-hmm. it really, I mean, you have five rooms and then plus the, the cabin, and it really is so quaint. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have the big hustle and bustle of a big hotel. Um, you can, like my friend's vision, which is, you know, right when she said she said you know you could come here and we could just buy the place out Mm -hmm. and that is so feasible and very a very realistic uh, vision to have and to be able to have this beautiful property among you know the 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 the, the oranges and the, the olive trees and we're really within a bicycle uh ride which this was the first time by the way that i experienced was here we we you know we we checked in, we were so in awe, and we see these bicycles, and you know they say the bicycles are available for you guys to ride. Uh, we said, oh my goodness, where? And, and there was a little tiny caminito, a little road, <laughs> and they said, okay, take the little caminito over here, ride your bikes, you end up in a, in Baron Balche, which is one of the you know great wineries and uh, and producers of of, of Valle. And we were like two little girls riding along the, <laughs> the different wineries. And that night, I remember, it was like a full moon. And we rode all the way through nighttime <laughs> along these <laughs> With roads. no lights. Yeah. <laughs> no lights, just the moonlight. And it was so great. And Dominic and I had the opportunity to do that this morning. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, how? what did you think of that? It, it was great. I mean, we went... Uh, Probably to four different wineries. This morning? This morning. Oh, they weren't were open. Fast. Well, <laughs> we I, I, learned my, I learned our lesson, and I told them, I said, by the way, be prepared. It's a good workout. And yeah. so, we, so it was this morning, and it was our, our morning workout. We have like oh. our, 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 our sneakers on, mm-hmm. our comfy clothes, and we just rode. Yeah. I mean, it's probably within three miles or so you could you could – you know, uh-huh. uh, there's hit. about six uh, wineries that yeah. you can do, ride by bi- um, uh, drive. I'm ride by bike. Yeah, ride yeah. by so bike. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. next to Terra del Valle is Baron Blaché, mm-hmm. which you mentioned. Um, Adobe, down the road is Adobe Guadalupe. Adobe Guadalupe, which is, which is a beautiful, beautiful property. facility. Property. Um, you can do horseback riding there. We have the best, um, the best uh, food truck. No, oh, yeah. Ooh, we were talking about <laughs> the food that. food truck is something. Adobe yeah. Guadalupe yeah. food it's truck. It's always like this. Packed. Packed. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and then we went to... They uh, have good, very good wines. Yeah, mm. uh, you know, we and I, I'd like to try their wines. We actually tried a couple of wines today at um, Emiliana. Oh, they're good. Very good. Did and you I, try the, the pink? El Rosado? Did. Rosado? No, the pink? No, I didn't Rosado? Try Rosado. <gasps> they had it there. Um, you have to try that one. It's my but favorite. But we didn't try that one. We tried, uh, I, I tried two, a, a Nebbiola Syrah. Uh-huh. And, and then a full then, uh, Nebbiolo. One, yeah, one was full 100% Nebbiolo and then a cab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. 
Mm-hmm. See, they're, it's a small, but it's beautiful. And oh my goodness, the wine! The that, wines were the, very good. The, the rose. Oh. You know, speaking of the wineries here, um, the, the gentleman we met with uh, over at Emiliano was—he uh, was telling us that the, the owner is from Tijuana. Uh-huh. He started, you know, started the winery ten years ago, and they started producing about five years ago. What have you seen in Valle de Guadalupe over the last 10 or 15 years as far as the growth? Well, it's uh, now you can find uh, bed and breakfast or little hotels all over about 170. Wow. Something like that, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. 170 wineries? No. no. Uh, small places to um, places stay. To stay. to stay, yeah, mm-hmm. which is good because there's a lot of people that come. A lot of people was complaining most of the time when we started that there was hardly no places to, to, to stay. stay. Mm-hmm. Now there's a lot of them. But right now the government has, um, uh, 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 he, they decided to, they don't want, what we don't want is the valley to disappear. Sure. into constructions and oh. like like many valleys in Mexico have disappeared because of you know the city comes in and it's th- this valley has the uh, tiene el, ay, ¿cómo se dice? tiene la vocación la, voca- la vocación de, de ser agrícola oh this is um, this is, has always been an agricultural zone Especially for the wine, the right. vines. We don't want the uh, government and s- so people like me and the owners that have the, the their wineries and their land. We don't want that to disappear oh. because of the of, of tourism, pop- the populism. Just, yeah. the, I mean, pop- ¿Cómo se dice? Um, yeah, population. Population. Yes. So they they have a law that now if you want to buy a land, you can buy it, but you can't buy less than three hectares. Oh, okay. Otherwise. If you do buy um, less, you will never be able to uh, have them in paper. Oh. You won't be the owner. You can't have the legal papers. You won't be able to sell it in the future. Or it's it's yours because you're there, but you don't have the documents. I see. So basically, mm-hmm. it's protecting the agricultural protecting the, zoning, uh-huh. which which instead of breaking up the land into having you know small businesses it's or still big hotels right or big, big hotels, hotels right. like um, uh, multi big resorts, yeah. resorts that's what uh, we don't the valley doesn't right. want the, the people that we uh, have all of us there's a big uh, community m- community that we are very much um, involved. together involved in that that we don't want to keep the the valley as it is Authentic. Mm-hmm. Authentic in in the vines and agriculture, not not to turn it into a, uh, how would I say, como una ciudad, como una... Like a very developed city. Si, uh-huh, like a very developed city, because mm-hmm. we wanted to keep it this way. Yeah. So finally the government decided to approve that yeah. law. Which is which part of the charm. Uh-huh. I mean, I think uh-huh. that's ch- part. It's right. It is part of the charm. Mm-hmm. It is part of the charm, and I know that you know one of the our favorite subjects in this uh, podcast has always been Valle, and the reason why is because you know it's still a lot of. I mean, there are a lot of people obviously that know about it. That's why you probably are seeing the growth. Mm-hmm. But there are still a lot of people that don't, especially mm-hmm. where we yes, live across yes, the border, yes. mm-hmm. that really have no idea that there is 
a wine country mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. across the border. And, you know, even us, when we first came here, we were, it, we've had a, a, a lot of experience with wine tasting because I came, I had my, my former career was in wine and spirits. Oh. So we had a lot of experience in Napa, Sonoma, uh, Paso Robles. Ah, Paso uh, Robles I like. Mm-hmm, it's too. beautiful. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I like it better than Napa. Well, it's I think uh-huh. I think what's happened, like we were talking about, look what's happened with Napa. Uh-huh. Napa, I believe, I've heard, is now the second biggest tourist attraction in the state of California, second to Disneyland. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, so it, it is, and I see where you know you we there are where I, I could see the community, especially people like you and Nacho who have been here for over 30 years. I'm sure 30 years ago, it was not what it is. No, know. absolutely not. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, Yeah, 30 years ago, was there, how many, uh, L.A. Cheto was here? In uh, Domecq. Domecq. Domecq was the, here. In Santo Tomas. Santo to- was That's that it? it or mm-hmm, that was it. That was it? Mm-hmm. Just other landowners were producing grapes, I imagine, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they didn't have their own winery, right? No, nobody. Uh, they just sold the, the, the grapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a, a story very in- interesting. There's this guy, you, you know Bruma? Bruma. Bruma? Uh-huh. Well, no, Casa de Piedra. Okay, the owner is, um, his name is uh, Hugo da Costa. Oh, of course, we were taught, yeah. He used to work for Domecq mm-hmm. in those days, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. We met him when he was, uh, he was, uh, Working for uh, Domecq, he was an, the enologist, mm-hmm. very good. And uh, he had this wonderful idea of, he saw the problem of the grapes that they, that was too cheap to uh, sell and to get paid, uh, took, you, took the, the agriculture, ag- uh, the owners a lot. So anyway, he had the big idea to open a wine school that is mm-hmm. still there. You have to go visit it. Oh. This wine school opens only four weeks a year in summertime, mm. and very cheap. You go there, and you learn how to make wine. Mm. This uh, the anal- he started doing the. the uh, my husband went to the first. He was one of the first ones in class uh-huh. that started it, and uh, now he has uh, enologists that do the, the the job that he started doing. That's how the valley started growing up because then. People start. Uh, people thought, well, I'm not selling my grape. I might as well make it wine. Yeah. And all the wine producers, small ones, came. Came. No, they were here. Yeah. Now they have those. Um, they they make their own wine. Their own wine. That's what yes. I mean. They ca- they yes. came on to themselves to to be able to instead of selling off their 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 fruit, mm-hmm. they were able to then uh-huh. now. Uh, Produce yes, and uh, and then he he bought a place over here that was abandoned. It was a, a, a used to be a factory of um, of uh, um, olives mm-hmm. for all olive oil. So he bought the machines that were there, old, very old. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a farmer, if you have your own uh, um, um, equipment, equ- no, if you 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 get your own olives, you take them there, oh, uh-huh. and they make you, they make. They process the, the olives, and mm. you get your olive oil. oil. Mm. All they do is they tell they tell you you leave part of it here. This you don't pay. 
you just keep let, mm -hmm. keep part of your product and then you take the rest and you sell your own olive oil. Oh. So that's how a lot of people is is, is uh, selling their own olive oil. Mm. That's pretty. And the neat. olive oil from from here from the valley is the best in all over Mexico. Mm. The best. We usually <laughs> will take a, a bottle of we'll buy a bottle of olive oil and bring it back I'll to the sure US. I'll make sure that you can get one for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Olive oil, yeah. Yeah, we and, love uh, olive oil. So it he worked on both things on the olives and on the and he's right now he's millionaire cuz yeah. he's everybody wanted to make par be partnered with him. And well, he's but he's an honest person. Yeah, he's I've working with ever a lot of people. That's he, great. You know, it's somewhat He bought in France. He bought land in France. Remember a few years ago that the, the the properties in France went oh, way right, cheap. Yes. The, yeah, the he went and buy in bought. Yes, wow. but uh, he still loves the the, the valley. His his you know wines what? are very very good. I just I think it would be just just picturing a Mexican going to France and mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, uh, I'd like to buy land." I'm like, "That's well, wonderful! Did. I well, love he it." Did. I and love he's it. from Oaxaca. Oh. And you see, you meet him is the most humble man you've ever met. Oh, he's, he's not, he's always not dressy or nothing. He's just part of the valley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's well, we'd love to have him on the podcast at some point. Um, because well, you sure interview him. We've yeah. had, yeah, yeah, we've had a couple other people uh, talk to us about Hugo de Acosta. Hugo de Acosta. Uh -huh. Yes. And um, I like and I him. think it's a really neat story because he's he's sharing his knowledge and I think what he did many years ago or what he started many years ago in 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 the schooling it's helped to lead to what we see today where yes, there's over a exactly. hundred wineries yeah. and, and and lots of places to stay and lots he of he had an to idea eat. like you guys yeah. <laughs> he had an idea see like that's you. how ideas come that's how yeah. they do yeah, yeah. but it's great yeah. because you know. He's helped build a community, mm -hmm. essentially. Yes. yes. Um, you know, totally. helping people to, instead of just selling their grapes, why don't you produce your own wine? And um, that's a neat story. Yes. Yes. That is a really neat story. And uh, about uh, three years ago, with the past president that we had, uh, he um, the one day before he left office because he was uh, he was due with his uh, three years. Of being the um, president, how do you say it in, in, in English? The president del de pueblo, de la ciudad. Uh, the mayor. The mayor. The yeah. mayor. Oh, the, the mayor. mayor. Yes, the mayor. Of, no, of uh, Ensenada. Oh, of Ensenada. Oh, okay. But yes. it covers the valley. Yeah, sure. The, and uh, one day before he left, he closed, he uh, um, had all his staff, his ministers from, from uh, Ensenada, and um, he signed a permit for a big construction of a hot, uh, a big, 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 huge place they wanted to, uh, they were supposed to build. Mm -hmm. He gave him the permit, which mm -hmm. is, was against the law to do it, mm -hmm. but he did it and opened, but he closed the doors. He didn't want the press to know, just his Congress uh, uh, staff, his, his staff, his yeah. staff. And uh, the, he signed it because he got, some money. Some money yeah. of it. Somebody gave the whistle to uh, mm -hmm. Hugo. So he has a, a big, um, a big, um, how would I, followers? Uh, like following? A, a, mm -hmm. a big following. A, 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 a big following of people that know him. Mm -hmm. He started him. the alarm. Somebody told him, 
and he knocked he's knocked on the door he wanted because that has to be public legally right. when you do that you have to know mm -hmm. you have to let the people know mm -hmm. has to be public but they do it and door closed so they wouldn't let him in and he called the press he oh. called the president and said, look what he's doing. The president is doing this. It's illegal. He's like, s this guy wanted to build about 800 little houses. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Like a big, big development. Big development. Mm. That's what we don't yeah. need here. I mean, yeah. he's a developer from Tijuana. Yes. So uh, they, he signed it. They signed it. They got their money. But... He, le he, he made a protest. He called everybody in the valley, uh, us included. Uh, the word passed around. He said, we're protesting. And we went on the streets. Oh my God. All of us, all the people that were, we knew about it. And we protested. And we protested that, that it was illegal. Because it, it, it wasn't going to, that's not what the valley needs. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it was a big, big fight. Then he had the idea of making big, huge, um, se llaman letreros? Esos billboards? Signs. Signs. Billboards, like the movie. Billboards. billboards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, ma he had made, him and his group, everybody. Um, um, help paid. Help paid. Uh-huh. He put it, the first ones, begin at the entrance of Ensenada, mm -hmm. and the big billboards will have a picture of all the, Guys that work work for the president, his oh. his staff, his staff. Uh, yeah, the the, ¿cómo se llaman? I mean, you know, la administración, uh -huh, la, the administration, the administration of uh -huh. Uh, 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 of the mayor, all his pictures, and it said with big letters in Spanish, these people are not wanted in 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 Mex in in Ensenada, no son bien bienvenidos en Ensenada, and the word spread. Then they had these big posters. Mm -hmm. I, I have a, co a coffee shop that used to be our, ours. It's my mother's house, and now my niece has it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they came, and I wanted to put one in the in the middle. The I mean, and, and, uh -huh. yeah. so they they were not allowed. So everybody, a lot of people, started using those posters. So these guys would go there and see their pictures. You're not allowed here. Oh my! God. You're not welcome here. One one little detail. One one day he wants he go, he goes to Costco. The mayor, mm -hmm. he had to leave. The people started screaming oh. at him, oh screaming, and he had to leave. He said oh. you're not welcome. You're not welcome here. I was there, and I started listening to people uh, screaming. I said what are they screaming? And I said oh no, I went there and I did it myself. I said <laughs> and you know what? We stopped it. No, wow. we stopped. Wow. It's like in France. Look what they did with the uh, race of the gas, gasoline. Yeah. When yeah. everybody w got together, yeah. you have to. Yeah, you have to. Well, and, and it goes it was back to the thanks the, to Hugo that we it, did it. Yeah, and I think it, it it all goes back to the charm of Valle de Guadalupe. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. places like Terro del Valle, where there's five, well, five rooms and a and a cabin on the property, very quaint, very boutique. That's kind of the the style of what um, the region wants. Yeah, and what it yes. is, it's what the region is, and especially when you hear hear stories of people like, you know, Anna and Nacho who have this has been their property for over thirty years. You know, like I mean, you guys have been here. You 
develop, you know, work the land. Um, and and it, it definitely is part of the charm. They have definitely worked the land. It is yeah. beautiful. This this courtyard, we're, sitting, we're actually recording in a courtyard in an outdoor kitchen overlooking the courtyard. We're looking at the, the five uh, rooms. And on the other side of the five rooms is this really cool uh, wine cellar that we just visited for a few minutes and went down there that you guys are building which is really neat as well. So, Well, and the best part is the fact that um, Nacho, who is not retired, but retired from being a <laughs> helicopter mechanic. He is not retired. He's not retired. <laughs> he doesn't like that word. <laughs> he built this himself and, and also not only built it, designed it, you know, um, from, from that, the arc, like we were talking about, the eco-friendly architecture of the hail... Hay bales. Hay bales. Well, and how many times as we were walking the property today did we ask Anna, uh, did you build this? It could have been a, a small table or a chair or the a outdoor bed kitchen. Or an outdoor kitchen. Every time it was, yeah, my husband, Nacho, built that. <laughs> the interior design you, ha you had, mm -hmm. which is That's all the I art did. and mm -hmm. the, the, the design, the energy, even the kitchen inside, mm -hmm. it has such a welcoming feeling, mm -hmm. uh, which is, 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 it. you know, I was talking about, you know, when my friend Trisha and I came and we went bike riding, we came back, we hot tub, we got in the hot tub with the full moon out. And then you have access, as, as a, a visitor here, you have access to the kitchen, both indoor and outdoor. We have these little pastries inside with artisanal breads and the homemade jellies. And it really, it, it's, it's like you really get to experience what you guys live being here. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's like opening up your property to the visitors and you get to, to, to really feel like, like like what my friend Trisha said, which is, I want to be able to buy this, you know, rent the place out. Because <laughs> it's like you get kind of the feeling of, you know, you want to sit at the table like we're doing now, sit at the, the fireplace. It's 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 really, you guys have done a great job, honestly. Thank you. You it's very neat. Yeah. I, I have a question for you as far as time of year. What is your favorite time of year to be in the valley? Well, for me, not the not the hot time, not the no. not the not the summertime, but the April, May, mm -hmm. June, all year round, except the only month that I suffer here is the heat is in uh, August. August. But uh, when September comes, oh, it is better. Much we came better. here only. in September. It was yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was beautiful. September, October, yep. all of the other months. Yeah. Well, it's been a great day today. It's probably in the 60s. It's. Um, it's beautiful. Everything is so green. Blooming. <laughs> in the yeah, because valley. of all the rain. Yeah. Everything is just, I mean, the, the garden, all the succulents. Um, I mean, it, 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 hopefully we'll be able to get some, some pictures up to put them on. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And you can also uh, find some pictures online. Um, Terra Del Valle is their, their handle on social media, T-E-R-R-A-D-E-L-V-A-L-L-E. You can find a ton of photos. Uh, you know, and TripAdvisor, too. And TripAdvisor. You can mm -hmm. find a bunch of photos there. You can. Mm -hmm. What would you recommend? Pictures, TripAdvisor. That people From post? People, yeah, people uh, post. Oh, great. Beautiful pictures. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. What would you recommend as far as someone uh, trying to book? Should they just contact you? 
go to terradelvalle.com. Uh, they can use booking.com. Or booking.com. Uh-huh. Booking. Yeah. 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 Or, or uh, well, TripAdvisor. Uh, yeah, TripAdvisor. Yeah. No, we don't b- book with them, but just they just uh, um, do you like reviews. Do do like reviews? Mm. Yes, but mm-hmm. but uh, booking, booking. Okay. That, uh-huh. So you can go to booking.com. You can go to terradelvalle.com. Uh, learn more about the property. You can book. We recommend it. Adriana stayed here. She loves it. Love it. Um, so. Five star from you. Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, So we really appreciate your time. It's been so fun to to (laughs) hang out with you this afternoon and walk the property, and um, we really appreciate it. No, thank you for coming. We'll come back uh, next time and say hi to Nacho. No, of course. I will. Thank you very much.